Hi, I'm Laura Palatin. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show, where we support one another as we break with harmful cultural and religious indoctrination in order to make way to create our own personal spiritual path. This has been a very exciting start to a new year for me, 2024, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. So let's listen to the theme song, and then I'll meet you on the other side and catch you all up. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. Together we will learn, laugh, and grow. Break indoctrination. Rise above our nation. And so... Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. So far this year, and it's only, you know, not even two weeks in, the first episode of my podcast was my very first interview show. It was amazing with Mez Deline. By the way, she has launched her podcast. So go to mezdeline.com. It links to just everything that she does. Um, so excited for her podcast. It just, it sounds really good. And it's just so, so lovely to to learn more about Mezdaline and her path. And the last episode was particularly exciting because she talked about how she builds community. And she is amazing at that. I have learned so much from her and you will too. So go check it out. I also have talked to three people in the last 24 hours who all have extremely different life paths, who all came from a background that didn't necessarily dictate where they are today and who are willing to share that progress with all of us. So we'll have at least three more interview shows. And um, oh, and I have an appointment on Monday to work with my music producer to start working on the vocals for my upcoming album. So I've read several chapters to you from my new book, A Path to Be Spiritually Free. I've really been digging in on that. And that's just been amazing. It's really coming together. And it's exciting because it's really flowing. This week, I will be reading a chapter from that book to you. And then on the other side, I'll elaborate because if I wrote everything that I thought, it would be a really long book. So I hope you enjoy it. It's called Web of Interconnection, and it's from the upcoming book, A Path to Be Spiritually Free. And I'm just really excited. <laughs> it's it's very interesting because I write the chapters, and then when I go back and read them, because I'm sort of channeling them, I'm letting them flow, um, even I am surprised and moved by, by what comes up. Web of Interconnection. When we are not in a body... When we are free spirits without tether to earth and form, we enjoy absolute connection to spirit. Through our connection to spirit, we are also connected to every other soul. Without any effort on our part, we know love. We feel love. We are love. Being in a body brings a sense of disconnection from the great spirit collective. These wonderful, fleshy bodies are a container that hold our spirit for a while. We all entered into our respective bodies with the full understanding that we would experience this feeling of separation. Of course, this knowledge doesn't make loneliness any less painful. 
We can alleviate the sense of separation by spending time in the company of other people, purposefully choosing to surround ourselves with loving, open, supportive people will naturally uplift and inspire the very best and highest versions of ourselves. Sometimes, however, we still feel alone, even when surrounded by many people. Actually, there are times when we feel more isolated when surrounded by a crowd of people than we do when we're alone. We look from one strange face to another and we see differences. When we are open and still, we can learn to connect with the same source we are a part of when we're not in a body. The energy of love is all around us, breathing and flowing within and without every person, plant, body of water, sky, and earth. We are surrounded by this abundant source of love energy. Let's talk about how one element of how interconnection works. As I've said, we perceive ourselves to be disconnected from spirit and all other beings that make up spirit. Our eyes, ears, and skin tell us that we are alone. We are sealed up in little units with a spirit inside. This makes sense to our minds. I can see you. You can see me. We are separate. But this is an illusion. Many cultures and religions have versions of prayer and meditation that encourage people to speak to a supreme being. Since we are all part of spirit and cannot be truly disconnected from the great body of love that we call spirit, source, the universe, we can feel the prayers and meditations of others. Does that sound strange? Am I telling you that you are a god? In a way, I am. It is true that intuitive, empathic people are more naturally tuned into the stream of prayer and meditation and work to develop skills to turn off the stream of dialogue that comes from this connection. Other people must learn to tune in to the stream of energy that carries messages. Everyone has the capacity to connect with spirit. Most people fall somewhere in between the two extremes, and the work of spirituality is in regulating this flow so that it is useful for each person. No matter where you are or how you are feeling, you are connected to every other soul that is living in a body, has ever lived in a body, and many who will never come to live on this earth. You are connected. You are not alone. You may feel that you're alone, but that feeling is an experience that you came into a body to have. It isn't real. The feeling of separation is an illusion. Think of this connection like a spider web of fine silk. We cannot see this with our human eyes, but we can sense it with our inner knowing. We feel the connection of love to everyone. When someone is in need, is in pain, is seeking peace or comfort, they naturally pull on that fine, strong silk thread that connects us all. When Mother Teresa felt a calling from God to go to Calcutta to help the sick and indigent people of India, she was responding to a strong pull on that invisible web from people who were desperately in need of help. 
These pulls and tugs on the invisible web of interconnection are felt by many people. Every person has the option of responding to the call or continuing on with the work they're already engaged in. There is no right or wrong answer. Callings go out to many people, and it isn't necessary for everyone to respond. When a person feels a calling that is right for them, the drive to respond to that need can be overpowering and all-consuming. Many people are being called at this time to help move humanity toward love and away from fear and darkness. Some are playing a role that is very public and even sacrificing their privacy and anonymity to help humanity evolve. Many, many others are working in small ways to move the world away from the gathering darkness that threatens to drag us down. Just like many drops of water come together to make a great wave, separate people in different ways are joining together to shift the greater consciousness of humanity. This is great news, because if it were up to just one person, or even a small band of people, the great shift toward love and light would be impossible. Knowing that we are a part of a global wave is wonderful news. We will continue to see darkness assert itself. That's what darkness does. All that is necessary is to recognize the darkness by its primary aspect, which is fear. When someone uses fear to gain power, control, or notoriety, we know they are not acting from a place of love. These people are driven by fear, and the fruits of their labor will always be darkness. I'm so glad you are a light bringer. Whether you feel called to be a leader of this movement or are working in a smaller, more anonymous way, your contribution is vitally important. As your connection grows and you become more aware of the web of interconnection you share with every other light bringer, you will grow into your understanding and awareness of the connection we all share. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I think I keep saying that at the end of these chapters because they are so very moving for me. And I am so excited to be a part of it, be able to put my name on it and to to get to know all the other Lightbringers that are out there in this world at this time struggling to lift humanity up. And there are a lot of us. I just wanted to answer a couple of what I think would be potential questions that came up for me while I was writing the chapter. Because as I said, I'm sort of um, channeling this. So it, it isn't necessarily what I think. It's more like what comes through me. And one of the things that occurred to me and that I asked Spirit when I finished writing the chapter was... Um, what about when we have someone that we love that's either in an accident or or even dies and we find out about it and we're shocked because we expect to know, like we feel connected to that person and we feel like we should have felt that tug on the uh, invisible web. We should have felt that. And the answer that I got was, what I uh, sort of common for all of this work is if you don't experience it, it's not for you. For instance, my two sons were involved in a, a very serious accident a few years ago. Both of them were injured. 
And I did have some anxiety. I actually had gone out of town to a women's retreat, and I had some anxiety about being out of touch. I had fallen asleep when the sheriff's officer woke me to tell me about the accident. And of course, I just went numb. I was so terrified for my sons, who are both fine, by the way. Uh, it, it was a long road, and, and we went through it together. And I think we all changed and evolved f- through the accident. Uh, nobody would want to have it happen again, right? It's not something that anybody wishes for. It was really hard. But we got through it. But I had just had that moment when I was uh, writing the book, and I, I thought, well, wait a minute. I didn't feel that tug when that accident happened. I didn't feel it from either one of my sons. And so that just kind of made me wonder, what's that? And and the answer is that wasn't for me. Everything happened exactly the way it was supposed to. I was notified um, because I was on a women's retreat. The women I was with were incredible. And I got to see how that works, how a group of women comes together to support somebody that's in crisis. I'd never had an experience like that before. It was incredible. Um, I was just scooped up and and taken care of. And I was able to get to my son and I was able to spend the next three or four months taking care of him. And uh, I was just coming from this place of being very, you know, sort of mellowed out dropped right into this crisis situation. And I guess that was what was supposed to happen. So that that was interesting. And also, I was just curious about like when a death happens, sometimes even somebody that we're very connected with, we don't know that death has happened. And we think, well, how can I be surprised by that? And, you know, an interesting fact is that a lot of people who are dying will wait until um, their loved ones leave the room. It's kind of interesting because sometimes they'll wait to see somebody for the last time. You know, they'll wait for a beloved family member to come into the room and to be with them for a while before they pass. And very often, people that are very close to death will wait until they're alone to actually pass. Because it's a very private thing. There are some elements of this human experience that are for just us. And we are all experiencing these things from our own perspective, right? So in a way, it is all just us and and all connected. I want to revisit for a moment how much I appreciate the Lightbringers that are tuning into this podcast and who are making their own podcasts and doing so much to share with the world. I appreciate you. I am so excited to share this planet with you and this mission with you of helping humanity rise up to what we can be and turn away from fear and darkness. And I'm looking for you out there, your sparkly selves, because I can see you and I see you a lot. Um, It's my great honor (laughs) to spend time with you, both here and uh, in my real life. I'm planning to make a YouTube series about starting a podcast. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can pop over to my um, YouTube channel, uh, which just look for Laura Palatin on YouTube and you'll find it. I'm going to do first uh, an intention video just talking about 
why you're doing it. And then I'm going to show my to my go bag for interviewing people on the go and for when I'm away from my home studio. And then and then we'll take it from there. I think it'll be an interesting series. I think podcasting is a very exciting way to share messages and it's so much more accessible than I understood. And there's something about watching really intelligent, um, educated, experienced people explain gear to me that absolutely <laughs> and totally confuses me. So I thought it might be helpful now that I've kind of figured out this a little bit, uh, if I were to spend a little bit of time and share that with you. So sort of like newbie to newbie, because I've only been doing this for about six months, but I really enjoy it. And it's it's been amazing. This brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about this podcast, I have a website called The Practically Spiritual Show. I'm also on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram under Laura Palatin or The Practically Spiritual Show. I'm working on putting together a newsletter uh, just specifically to create a community around this idea of supporting one another as we find our own personal spiritual path. If you'll go to the practicallyspiritualshow.com and sign up for it or any other way you'd like to reach out to me, I just want to remind you how very important you are to me and how important you are to all the people who are working hard to uplift humanity because we need every single light warrior and light bringer and that's, that's you, or you wouldn't be here. So you take good care of yourself. And remember, there really is no them. We're all in this together. There really is only us. Thanks for listening to the Practically Spiritual Show. I mean it. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. It means so much to me. I love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.